0: to say it but hell in a cell just was not a good show like it, it just it wasn't i mean let's analyze the match card for a second the kickoff you had natalia versus mandy rose that's fine okay and then there was what one two three six matches on this card and three of them were wrestlemania rematches and mind you we are two full months two and a half months removed from wrestlemania and then the other two of those other three matches were rematches from WrestleMania Backlash, if I'm not mistaken. I know Bianca Belair and Bailey was, and I believe Charlotte and Ripley was a rematch from WrestleMania Backlash. Correct me if I'm wrong. And then it was Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler with Alexa Bliss playing mind tricks on Nia Jax and Reginald. Like that's what we saw. We saw rematches and we saw a 12 year old girl hypnotized The Rock's cousin, and some random guy that Vince McMahon apparently loves backstage. That That's what we saw on this card. And yes, some of the matches were good. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre had a great match. I'm not going to take anything away from them. But is that match anything that you're going to remember? One month? Two months? Six months? A year? Five years? Ten years? In 2031, are we going to be looking back at Hell in a Cell 2021 and being like, wow, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, that was the best match of both men's career." No, we're not. Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley have great chemistry, but they're missing that large in life, that it factor that puts them on the level of like an Undertaker versus Brock match or a Triple H versus Undertaker match. They're missing that extra oomph. Okay, And that and that's the whole theme with this pay-per-view. This pay-per-view was missing the extra oomph. There was some good in-ring stuff. There was some bad in-ring stuff, and then there was some embarrassing botches that we're gonna get into. I'm gonna give a full review of Hell in a Cell as best as I can, an in-depth analysis of this entire show. Okay, let's just go right with the kickoff show. Natalia versus Mandy Rose. I don't know why this match took place. I didn't watch this match, so I'm not even gonna comment on it. Okay, that's it. Natalia won, all right. Whatever. I could pretend to be upset saying Natalia's burying talent, but I'm not going to do that. Then they kicked off the show with the women's championship. Bianca Belair versus Bailey in the Hell in a Cell. This match, I thought it was okay. I, I thought it was fine. Like, it's an average Hell in a Cell match for the sake of having a Hell in a Cell match. Between two women who are not in the midst of a real intense feud that really warrants a Hell in a Cell match. But they did it. I get it. The women have to be equal in every way shape or form to the men and I am all here for it I am all here for women having Hell in a Cell matches the only thing that I ask is that there is a story creatively worthy of being inside Hell in a Cell that's all that I ask I don't care who the performers are I don't care if women if a woman faces a man I don't care if three women face each other in Hell in a Cell seven women ten women I don't care as long as there's a story or there's some entertaining segments or there's some entertainment that gets me into the match Aside from just Bailey and Bianca laughing at each other, okay? Um, you know this match, it was fine, like I said, there's really not much here. Like Bailey got beat up for a little bit of the match. They did the classic kendo stick spots. Uh, we had a sunset flip. That was all fine and dandy. Uh, Bailey brought a ladder out and then you know that's that was the end of Bailey. Boom. okay, Bianca wins. Nice. Now, I don't know what's next for Bianca. Apparently, she's going to face Sasha Banks at the next pay-per-view. Oh, I'm sorry. Not at the next pay-per-view. At SummerSlam. So, maybe we'll see Liv Morgan at Money the Bank. I don't know what's next for Bianca Belair. I'm interested to see. I really like her. Then we had Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. WrestleMania Backlash, for those of you that don't remember, ended with Seth Rollins beating up Cesaro after Cesaro lost to Roman Reigns in the main event of that pay-per-view. And then from then, what have we seen? Seth Rollins doing like ding dong hello segments with Bayley. Um, I I can't remember anything leading up to this match. I, I just don't remember any segments. There's nothing that really stood out to me. Yes, in ring, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins was good. Okay, it was good. But we saw this match at WrestleMania and at WrestleMania, it was good. Okay, fine. They had a good match, again. I'm looking at this, why do I care? I'm asking myself, why do I care? Why should I be invested? What about this match is captivating? Not much. These are two guys that are really good at doing spots and they're doing spots and yes, it's, it's good. Rollins got the one up, Rollins won. But when like you look on paper and you look at a guy like Seth Rollins career, right? Let's look at Seth Rollins career. Seth Rollins has been WWE champion multiple times He's main evented at Wrestlemania. He was the founder of The Shield. He's been infused with Triple H. He's been infused with Brock Lesnar. He's been infused with AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt. The absolute best in the business, Seth Rollins has wrestled. Now he's feuding with Cesaro. And there's really no story here. It's just Cesaro can do a swing and he does an airplane spin with no hands. So yes, again... Bell to bell action is fine, but I don't watch wrestling for good bell to bell action. I watch wrestling for entertainment, and this is not just this match. Just simply does not call my attention. It's just not what I watch wrestling for. I don't care if Seth Rollins can eat a a European uppercut from Cesaro. I just don't care. I don't. I don't care. Okay, I don't care. Seth Rollins won. That's fine and dandy for him. Hopefully, we get Seth Rollins and Edge at SummerSlam. I'm holding out hope for that one. Next up, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. This Bleacher Report gave this match an F. And I absolutely agree with them. If I could get this lower than an F, I would. This match was, oh my god, this match. Where do I begin with this? Where, where do I begin? First of all, I was watching this with family. And I felt embarrassed when WWE started playing the pre-match video package for this match. Legitimately in the pre-match video package, you see Alexa Bliss saying... Apologize to my Lily doll Shayna and Shayna's like stomping on the doll like talking to the doll It's a 41 year old MMA fighter Talking to a 12 year old girl's doll. We have Alexa Bliss in this Harley Quinn cosplay Like what are we doing here? What is this? What is this bro? You have Alexa Bliss who is naturally one of the most beautiful women in WWE When you put this gimmick on her, she loses all of her attractiveness to me, and that's fine. I don't watch wrestling for attractive women, it's fine. It's a great plus, it's great gravy on top to see attractive women in wrestling. But they take away all the attractiveness, and then she might be attractive to some people. I don't judge. Now, if that's what you're into, fine. I'm not a kink shamer, I don't judge. Okay, cool, moving on. Alexa Bliss, she is in the midst of this feud with Shayna Baszler, and why are we having this feud? Is this to flex production muscles that WWE can do things that are outside of the box? Like, who is this for? I'm watching this with my 10 year old nephew and I ask him, are you into this? He says, no, I don't care about the Alexa Bliss character. I'm asking my family, are you guys into this? No, so I don't know who this is made for. I had every demographic in my household and I'm trying to figure out what this is made for. Like, who is sitting there? What focus group is sitting there being like, yes, I want to see Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler feuding over Alexa Bliss's doll. This is a grown adult woman, a 29-year-old woman, holding a doll. And then there's a 41-year-old woman speaking to this doll, yelling at the doll, slapping the doll. And then we get to the match. We get to the match, the bell rings. You got Shayna Baszler out there, you got Reginald, you got Nia Jax, and you have Alexa Bliss by herself. Basically, Shayna Baszler beat up Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss did some weird, like, crawling around the ring. And then at the end of the match with, like, two minutes left. Oh, wait. I got to back it up. I'm getting ahead of myself. I thought we were going to see, like, some cinematography. We were going to see, like, interferences. Maybe, like, a tease of The Fiend. Maybe something. Something intriguing. No. This was literally these two having a regular match with Alexa Bliss and Harley Quinn cosplay. They had a regular match for, like, I don't know, 10 minutes, 8 minutes, 7 minutes. However long it was. Then towards the end of the match, Alexa Bliss... Starts doing Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> Starts doing Jedi mind tricks on Nia Jax. And you got like Jimmy, whatever his name is, Jimmy Smith. Oh my god, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, they're former rivals. Yeah, we know. Why? Oh, long-term storytelling. Alexa Bliss used to get bullied by Nia Jax, and then Alexa Bliss started bullying Nia Jax. So now, Alexa Bliss is mind controlling her, it's long-term storytelling. No, it's not long-term storytelling, it's not. It's It's just not. I'm done with this i'm done with this alexa bliss stuff i'm done i liked it last year it's been a full year i believe since alexa bliss and bray wyatt first started interacting on wwe television i'm done with it please enough 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 of this alexa bliss stuff please i'm begging you no more but the, the silly thing is i can't see her as anything else other than this character because it's so ingrained in my brain and it's so unique and added otherworldly but if there was just something good for her to do, it could be good. It's not good when she's feuding with a 41 year old retired MMA fighter for no reason. No reason whatsoever. And then she beats Shayna Baszler and the internet goes crazy, like acting like Shayna baszler is this big star. No, Shayna Basler's not a big star. She's not, she's terrible. She's not good. She's never going to be the face of the women's division. She's never going to be that. People are faking outrage because Shayna Baszler lost. Alexa Bliss is a bigger star than Shayna Baszler. Alexa Bliss is a legitimate draw. Alexa Bliss makes money for the WWE. Shayna Baszler does not do that. Alexa Bliss sells merchandise. She sells cameos. She sells Peacock subscriptions. She sells action figures. Shayna Baszler does not do that. Stop faking outrage. I'm done. Done with that match, moving on. My next door neighbor, Kevin Owens, versus a Buzzfeed employee, Sami Zayn. That's the next match. Yes, this match was good, but we've seen it a million times. We've seen it in NXT. We've seen it when Sammy and Kevin Owens first got called up. Guess what? We saw it two months ago at WrestleMania, and it didn't change. It's the same damn match. If they would have put this match in Hell in a Cell, it would have been even better. It would have been 10 times better. If they would have done this in Hell in a Cell, 100% down with it. 100% I'm down, but I don't care to see a hell of a kick. Kevin Owens with a pop-up power powerbomb. Kevin Owens stunned Sami Zayn. I don't even know who won. I don't care who won. I don't care. This match, whatever, Who? I don't care who won. The Raw Women's Championship match. Now we're getting to the very ugly. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. This match possessed the most notorious botch of the night. Charlotte Flair absolutely botched kicks while Rhea Ripley was down. She's kicking air. You can see the clip. The clip has gone viral, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, you'll find it anywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, you will find this clip anywhere. Charlotte's kicking air as Rhea Ripley is crawling in the ring. That's all I'm going to say about this match. There's no rhyme or reason for this match to happen. Charlotte Flair is not a draw. Nobody cares about Charlotte Flair anymore. People are sick and tired of Charlotte Flair. As great as she is, Charlotte Flair undoubtedly is a top three women's wrestler of all time. Undoubtedly. Case closed. End of story. As great as she is, she is stuck around long enough and has been pushed down our throats long enough that she has become a villain and not in a good way. People are tired of her. It's over. Charlotte Flair is a top woman in WWE is over, but WWE is afraid to bury her because they know she's going to go to AEW. As soon as Vince McMahon goes up to Charlotte and says, look, you have to lose clean. You have to start putting people over. You're not going to be the focal point of this division anymore. She is going to leave and she's going to go to AEW. So Rhea Ripley wins this match by disqualification. This F finish. It's just demolishing the women's division when you do these stupid finishes. Rhea Ripley gets disqualified. Charlotte somewhat looks strong. They're going to run this match back, probably at Money in the Bank. Why can't Rhea Ripley just beat uh, Charlotte Flair clean? Asuka can lose clean. So and so can lose clean. Everyone in the women's division can lose clean. Everyone is expendable aside from Charlotte Flair. Even Bailey can lose clean. Charlotte Flair does not lose clean, she doesn't sell moves. She doesn't lose clean. She has flaws. She's a flawed superstar. And I I use the term superstar very lightly nowadays. Because she just... She doesn't even look like herself. She has so much plastic surgery. She's trying to keep her body from aging naturally. And she doesn't look like herself. She just... She doesn't look good anymore, quite frankly. Like she did. I thought she looked good. Like a few years ago. Not in a weird way. Like I just thought she looked good. She looked like a good woman. She looked nice. Now she looks plastic. She looks just otherworldly at this point i'm not trying to be too critical but yeah is what it is main event time hell in the cell match bobby lashley versus drew mcintyre i like this match i really dug it um mvp was there he added a different dynamic to this match that would have been lacking if he wasn't there mvp is a big time player mvp is legitimately an mvp he is responsible for the hurt business He is responsible for the guys that carried Raw throughout the heart of the pandemic era. He, Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, all those guys from The Hurt Business, and Drew McIntyre, they all need to take a bow. These guys have carried WWE Raw through the pandemic era. And it only makes sense that these two guys, it all came full circle. These two guys closed out the last show to end the pandemic era. It made sense. WWE did right by Lashley and McIntyre. Lashley gets his first pay-per-view title defense. I'm happy for the guy, he won. Um, the match was good, go back and watch it. I recommend it, it's a good match. I would give it like a four and a half star match. I was not bored throughout. I was on the edge of my seat because it could have gone either way. Drew, I could easily have seen Drew McIntyre winning this match. Easily have seen it. I'm not gonna go spot for spot, move for move. There was some cool stuff with tables. We saw Bobby Lashley slam McIntyre through a table. We saw uh, McIntyre break up the Hurt Lock, push Lashley through a table. MVP had some good bumps. No, nobody flew off the cell. No, nobody went through the cell. Nobody did anything dangerous. But this was a good PG Hell in the Cell match. This is as good as PG Hell in the Cell matches get. And that's it for me with this pay-per-view. If I gotta put a rating on this pay-per-view, I'm gonna give it like a four and a half out of 10, maybe a five and a half, depending how I feel. Like it's in that four and a half to five and a half range. It could get to a six depending how high you were on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins and Cesaro. Of course, people are going to say this is good, a great show, because it had good indie wrestlers doing good indie wrestling matches, but that's just not enough for me in my harsh grading scale. And that's it for me. I'm done talking. Peace.